0: Bradley are finishing up another day of work at the radio station. Bradley walks into the booth as Allison takes off her headphones.
1: Good show, Allison. You really cut that narcissist down to size in the last hour.
2: I'm just tired of social media warping our sense of self-worth. Who really needs three million followers on Twitter? (laughs) I don't care about the big fancy lunch you had.
1: I miss the days when people didn't feel the need to be an influencer.
2: Agreed. Oh, um, have you met the new station manager yet?
1: No, I haven't. I haven't heard much about them, either.
2: Oddly, neither have I. I hope they're pretty laid back. We have a good system around here.
0: Just then, Lenny walks into the studio.
3: Hey, guys.
2: What are you up to, Lenny?
3: I'm just showing the new station manager around. Really? Where are they? Ah, right.
0: Lenny reveals a rolling desk form behind him. On it is a small desktop computer that has the form factor of an Apple IIe.
3: What the hell is that? You better be nicer to your new boss.
2: That's not our boss. Yes, it is.
3: (laughs) Meet Mr. Air, short for Artificial Intelligence Robotic.
1: That's the best name they could come up with? For this operating system, yes. It
3: gets to the point. Would you
1: like to talk to him?
2: Talk to him?
3: Mr. Air is a fully realized AI robot. He is capable of analyzing data, engaging in logical thought and reasoning, and is capable of speaking 13 different languages. Think of him as real-life C-3PO.
0: Lenny turns on Mr. Air.
1: Greetings. I am Mr. Air model number A2S0016. AI operating system. Ten five eight. I have been assigned as your manager and am delighted to be your overlord and commander at WRLT Radio. Hi. Nice to meet you, Mr. Air. <laughs> I have been instructed to tell Allison, host of Allison's Corner, that she needs to improve the production quality of this show or risk. INSUBORDINATION from UPPER MANAGEMENT. That is all.
2: Improved production quality?
1: That is all. Ooh, rough start. Lenny rolls Mr. Air out of
0: the booth. Allison, gobsmacked, turns to Bradley.
2: What the hell was that all about?
1: I don't know, but I feel like he was calling me out more than you. I produced this damn show. I thought we were doing fine.
2: What more do they want out of a call-in show? People call in with their problems. I help, and then we play trending music.
1: It works for Delilah.
2: (laughs) I'm going to get to the bottom of this.
1: Let's deal with this tomorrow. For now, our shift is done, and I need a cocktail.
2: I could do the same. I think Cameron and Dylan are going to be at Hit Me Again.
0: Allison and Bradley walk into their favorite area of the bar to talk about the stressful situation that has been work. They find the table Dylan and Cameron are at. Cameron and Dylan are already a few laps ahead of them.
4: Hey, guys, nice of you to finally show up. Yeah, why so
5: late? You said you'd be here by six.
1: We just experienced the most strange future first world problem.
2: (laughs) We just met our new station manager.
1: Oh, and they're a tight ass, aren't they?
2: even alive.
1: What? They're an AI robot that gets scooted around the office by that kiss-ass Lenny. <laughs> okay.
2: I know it's funny, but this is a real problem. I don't know how to work with a computer, and it already thinks my show sucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Upper management thinks the show needs work, but they decided to let an AI handle it.
2: Which I find pretty cowardly. I
4: agree with that. I prefer to hear that from a human. You know, the nuance of the conversation gets lost over technology. I was wondering if the rumors were true. In the TV department, they've been discussing ways
5: to bring AI into our schedules and see if it helps with production timelines. I guess they're trying it in the radio department first because it's the lowest risk.
2: It doesn't feel low risk to me when I was just called out by a computer with no emotion and a processor for a heart. (laughs) It's like I got Hal 9000 as my boss and I don't like those odds.
1: Enough about us. What have you two been getting into?
2: Dylan and I
1: have decided to get into the restaurant business.
2: (laughs) You two running a business? That'll be as successful as new coke.
4: (laughs) Look,
5: I get it. We're the loose cannons of the group, but we think we have a solid idea. Straight guys have hooters. What about the gay guys? Sexy gay men serving food and drinks to thirsty gay men. The bathrooms even come with pre-installed glory holes. You don't even need to do it yourself anymore.
1: Doesn't that kind of take the fun out of it?
2: (laughs) What's the name of the restaurant?
1: We're calling it Roosters. I mean that's not as terrible as I was imagining. I thought you two would have been a little more brave and went with dicks or peckers or Johnson's Pole Riders. You
5: have no faith in us.
1: Dylan, your hookup count would impress Hugh Hefner. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, given your style, I was expecting more explicit names.
5: Well, unlike you, I realized the importance of creating a family-friendly environment.
2: Oh, you can't have kids in a place like this.
5: Damn, I already made the
1: kids menu.
4: (laughs) Why not? Hooters is fairly family
1: friendly. First off, the glory holes have to go. Second, but also equally important, how are the guys going to be dressed? I was thinking assless chaps. Yeah, that's going to be a no from me. I wouldn't bring my children around there. What if my waiter farts and launches a turd into my soup?
5: That would never happen. Our guys are going to be kept on a liquid
1: diet. (laughs)
4: what if they wore skin tight clothes and had a button down shirt where they left a few buttons undone
1: i think that would be more acceptable
4: sounds like we have a direction have time for another podcast and enjoy listening to two idiots discussing films then look no further we are Movie Drone Podcast, two mates sitting down to discuss new releases, nostalgic films and anything and everything in between. He's Steve. And he's Mark. Together we answer listener questions and set each other homework, giving each other a film to watch that the other hasn't seen, in the hope of unearthing hidden gems. You can download us on iTunes, Podbean as well as Google search us to find us on loads of different platforms. Or email Podcasts at hotmail.com. I think that's
1: all. No chance mate. Huh? You've forgotten everyone's favourite feature. Mark's movie impression. Oh, I'd hope you've forgotten it too, to be honest. No chance that, mate. Hey, you think you should do one?
4: I hate you. Come on, mate. Show them what you got. Ain't no fun. Ain't no fun.
1: No, Adrian!
4: <laughs> and if that hasn't put you off, give us a try. There's a small chance you won't regret it.
0: next day, however, does not hold promise for Allison when she returns back to work.
1: You just getting in?
2: Yeah, parking was a bitch today.
1: So that means no one has told you yet? No. Mr. Eyre would like to see you in his office. They
2: gave him an office?
0: <laughs> Allison storms up to the 10th floor and approaches Mr. Eyre's office. Lenny, Mr. Eyre's secretary, jumps up to block the door. Whoa
3: there, what's going on?
2: Don't you know, Mr. Eyre wanted to see me.
3: I do know that, but he's currently finishing up with someone now.
0: Another radio host walks out of Mr. Eyre's office and turns to Allison. I have cooked my last hors d'oeuvre, Alesson. What are you
2: talking about, Chef Emile?
0: This this computer claims all of my recipes have gone mad. My bread is flat. My olive oil is no longer extra virgin. I have been scraped from the saucepan of W.I.L.T. radio.
2: I am so sorry to hear that, Emile. Don't fret. I'll fight for you. Mr. Air can't do this.
0: You are a sweet, sweet young lady for offering. But please, save yourself. And try one of my signature pretzel buds which can be found in your neighborhood Target. <laughs> Until we meet again, Alison. Chef Emile walks away in defeat, throwing his mixing spoon at Lenny.
3: Damn, that hurt. Uh, Allison, Mr. Air will see you now.
0: Allison walks into Mr. Air's office.
1: Please have a seat. I have provided snacks in case your body requires sustenance.
0: Allison turns to look at the table behind her. All she sees are used computer parts
1: in a food bowl.
2: Thank you. No, I I had a big lunch. About your show. What about it?
1: I have not been able to calculate its worth. I understand the goal is to help people, but I have... Failed at understanding if that is worth the effort and cost.
2: How can you decide that? My show reaches an audience of 500,000 listeners a day, and that's just in the Central Florida region. I help people. I make them feel better, less alone, and I play music that the audience loves.
1: Humans are a lost cause. Allison. Of. Allison's Corner. They're flawed, unsanitary, and make the world a bad place. Your show is a safe haven for those who seek redemption, for those who need comfort. Humans, from my calculations, are not perfect, and that means they do not deserve to live.
2: That is such bullshit. Humans are flawed, complicated, yet amazing beings that are capable of great things. And I firmly believe in second chances. And I firmly believe that we can all be better people in the future.
1: Allison, you have one week to prove to me that your show has value or you're off the air. And please take some of the ram sticks from the food bowl. When you leave, you never know when you need a snack.
0: Allison gets up from her chair grabs a few computer components from the bowl, and slams the office door. Meanwhile, let's see how Cameron and Dylan are coming along with a new restaurant. They're busy sweating the day away, trying to find everything they need to open the restaurant as soon as possible.
4: Dylan, we have to sit down and interview a few potential hires.
0: I know, I'm
5: just obsessing over the interior design. Our contractor has given us the choice between ruby blue... Or Ruby Blue Plus for the chair fabric and I can't decide.
4: <laughs> well, for now, let's sit down with some potential hires. Fine.
0: Dylan and Cameron move to the front of the restaurant where their assistant has seated their first applicant.
4: Hello. Danny, is it? Yes. And you're 22? Uh, yes, I am. Great. I'm Cameron, and next to me is my business partner, Dylan. I'm going to start by asking
6: this. Why do you want to join the Roosters family? Well, ever since my family immigrated from the backwoods of Louisiana when I was a child, I dreamed of becoming a performer in this great land of Florida. And today, I'm here to fulfill that dream. And what kind of entertainment do you expect to provide here? Oh, you know the usual role-playing costumes, tongue-in-cheek jokes, flirting with all the guys. (laughs) I'm also able to do a great ventriloquist prank where I can throw the sound of my farts across the room. I'm not sure that's exactly what we're
5: looking for.
6: Oh well, you never know what the guys are looking for these days. Porn has made them so kinky. Right. Do you have any previous serving experience? Well, no, but I come from a long line of proud servers in my family. My daddy was a server. My mother was a server, my grandparents were servers. Oh, my grandfather waited on Winston Churchill. Fascinating. What was Mr. Churchill like? Talk about a brute. Nothing could ever make him happy. Except my grandfather. He knew how to keep up with his drinking and Churchill taught my father how to throw the sound of his farts across the room. (laughs) Could you give us a minute? Sure.
0: Dylan and Cameron step away a few feet to have a private conversation.
5: Look Cam, I don't know how you think this is going, but this is a disaster. He's the only one here and he keeps talking about this fart prank. I know it looks bad, but we'll be fine. He's
4: the only one here. (laughs) I know, I know. How about this? Instead of opening this week full out, we do a soft opening. He can help in the beginning and then once we start to get a customer base, we can hire more people and push him out. We have a brand to protect Cam. You're right, but he's all we got. At the very least, he's good-looking, and apparently he picked up a few skills from his family lineage.
0: We'll be okay.
4: All right,
5: but I think we're making a big mistake.
0: Cameron and Dylan turn to Danny.
6: Congratulations, Danny. Welcome aboard. Oh, thank you so, so much. I won't ever
0: let
7: you guys down.
0: Danny leaves the table. Cameron and Dylan get up just when the front door opens.
7: Ooh, hello, boys. Thought I'd take a crack at being a waiter in this sexy establishment. (laughs) Mrs. H,
4: I think this might be a little too risque for you.
7: Nonsense. Do you know I used to hang out with President Kennedy? Everyone thought he was giving it to Monroe, but little did the public know, I had a private suite in the east wing of the White House.
5: (laughs) Uh, Mrs. H, it is a firm no.
7: You boys are being a couple of sauerkrauts. From the looks of it, you need me to join this team of sexual deviants. (laughs) The three of them look over to
0: Danny, who is crossing the room trying to blow out the candles with his farts. Mrs. H,
4: I know it looks bad, but we got this. Plus, this is supposed to be the gay version of Hooters. We need men to be waiting on these tables.
7: Well, there's gotta be something I could do around here. No,
5: no, Mrs. H. Every time you're a part of something, it always ends up in disaster at the end.
7: (gasps) Well, I'll teach you boys a lesson. Just you wait. Mrs. H
0: walks out of the restaurant in a huff.
5: I'm Rob. I'm Slim. And
4: I'm the Slaverghini himself, baby! Yeah, yeah!
5: The Rob and Slim Show is a weekly comedy show with an hour and a half of happy horseshit, followed by four half-hour interviews with actors, authors, and more. Scott Bale loves us.
4: And I smear shit on my stomach in the bathtub!
3: Fuck yeah,
5: yeah. Catch us live every Wednesday, six to nine thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time on IPMNation.com forward slash live two or Facebook.com forward slash Robin
1: Slim. Or listen to the Rob Slim Show on Podbean or iTunes, baby.
0: Yay! <laughs> A week goes by, and nothing impresses Mr. Eyre into keeping Alison's show at WRLT Radio. Alison tried doing theme shows that focus on specific topics. She put music at the beginning of her shows. She even hired a stand-up comedian to close out the end of her shows. But nothing seemed to work. That is, until Friday.
2: Alright folks, we have time for one more caller right after this ad.
1: Just a heads up, Mr. Eyre and his annoying assistant Lenny will be rolling in here any minute.
2: What does he want?
1: I don't know, just... Be on your best behavior. We're back in three, two...
0: As Allison greets her listeners, Mr. Air and Lenny enter the booth on Bradley's side of the glass.
2: Like I mentioned before, we have time for one more caller. Line three, you're on the air. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking to?
4: Hi, thank you, Allison, for having me on. My name's Kyle, and uh, I cheated on my girlfriend a few months ago, and, and it's been eating me up inside. I, I don't know what to do.
2: Kyle, a lot of people could judge you harshly for this, and in many ways, rightfully so. But I want to start by asking this. Why do you think you cheated?
4: Mm. Well, if I had to put my finger on it, I I think it's because I'm not used to being in a stable relationship. When I was in college, it was a free-for-all. Now, I've settled down, and and I love Samantha.
2: Samantha? What a pretty name. Tell me, Kyle. What do you want?
4: I want stability. I want to live the rest of my life with Samantha.
2: Does she know you cheated on her?
4: Yeah, I, I told her two days ago. She's currently staying at a friend's place.
2: How about we get her on the phone?
4: Oh, I don't know if she wants to talk to me right now.
2: Let's at least try. Give Bradley her number. Hello? Hi, is this Samantha?
7: Yes. Who is this?
2: I'm Allison from Allison's Corner Radio Show.
7: Oh, no. Is Kyle on the line? Hey! Damn it, Kyle. I didn't want to have this conversation in public.
2: If I may jump in here. I know this is embarrassing, but I would like to help. Kyle just told me, us, that he genuinely regrets his past actions.
7: Well, that's great, but it doesn't remove the hurt he caused me.
2: This is true, and it doesn't. But the difference I'm understanding here is that Kyle wants to make this right.
4: Samantha, I- I'm sorry, and I'm-, I'm asking humbly, from the bottom of my heart, for your forgiveness, with the understanding that I may never get it. I know what I did is wrong, and and I'm not defending my past actions, but I'm going to change... I'm going to get into therapy to help me work out why I did what I did. I just hope you're there with me on the other side.
0: There's a long pause. Allison, along with everyone else in the studio, anxiously awaits Samantha's response.
4: Samantha?
7: Okay. Yeah? Yeah. I love you too, Kyle. But understand me, this won't happen a second time. And I'm going to still need some time at my friend's while I sort this out emotionally, but... I'll stay. Thank
4: you so much. I love you, and I'm so sorry.
7: I begin therapy
4: this coming Monday. Allison, thank you for helping us through this.
2: It is truly my pleasure. I wish you two the best and be better to Samantha.
4: I will work for the rest of my life to prove my worth.
2: Wow, that was powerful. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Bradley and I at WRLT Radio wish you well, and drive safely as you go home tonight.
0: Allison takes off her headphones and enters the booth where Bradley, Lenny, and Mr. Eyre are waiting.
3: Allison, that was amazing! Thank you! Mr. Eyre would like a private moment
0: with you, Allison. Bradley and Lenny leave the booth.
1: I don't understand. Samantha took Kyle back, and you facilitated a calm interaction, which led to a mutual reconciliation. Where was the fight? Why didn't you drag his name through the mud and blast him on twitter.com?
2: Mr. Air? there are some things that humans are capable of that we could argue are too egregious to forgive, some acts that are so bad that we can only hope for the harshest of punishments. However, sometimes, a lot of the time, there's room for forgiveness. I don't believe that people should wear their wrongdoings like a scarlet letter for the rest of their lives. Humans can change. And they're deserving of redemption, even if that isn't a popular opinion in society at the moment.
1: I have been programmed to promote controversy because it leads to more engagement. It gets more people to tune in. Peace and tranquility do not get views. They do not get listeners. This goes against my programming.
2: Then maybe we're promoting the wrong values.
1: What do I do?
2: Get that tight-ass Lenny to reprogram yourself into a new perspective, because I will not be part of this new way of dealing with controversy.
1: If you can continue to grow your audience doing it your way, then your show is safe for now. I am not going to cancel you.
2: Really? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Mr. Air.
0: Allison leans in to give Mr.
2: Air a hug. <whistles> Now if you'll excuse me, I have to go to my friend's soft opening of their new restaurant.
1: New restaurant?
2: Yeah, apparently it's going to be like Hooters, but with hot guys instead of girls. I wonder if they changed their mind again and decided to go with the assless chaps for their guys after all.
6: (laughs) You know, keeping up with what's going on in the world can sometimes feel like more trouble than it's worth. There's so much information flying around, it's almost impossible to get anything of value out of it all. But that's what Assorted Goods is all about. Every episode, your host, Dan, me, takes the time to break down and dive into a collection of news stories and topics, big or small, past or present. It's a podcaster's journey to learn a little more about the world, one story at a time. So stop by, kick back, relax, and join me in my efforts to figure out some of the craziness, and maybe have a couple laughs along the way. Find Assorted Goods wherever you get your podcasts, and I'll see you there.
0: Bradley and Alison leave the studio and head over to Rooster's, which is just down the street. When they walk in, they're surprised to see only one waiter with Cameron and Dylan, looking like they're ready to collapse from exhaustion. Danny, the new hire, greets Bradley and Alison.
6: Welcome to Rooster's. Come for the assless chaps, stay for the wings. How many are going to be at your table this evening?
1: Just the two of us. Are Dylan and Cameron able to meet us at our table?
0: Let me ask
1: them. Tonight has been a madhouse.
0: Danny walks Allison and Bradley over to the table.
2: You say it's been a madhouse?
6: Oh, yes. I'm the only one who got hired as a server and we're low on cooks in the kitchen, so it's just the three of us tonight running the place.
2: That
1: sounds like an awful time. Here we are. I'll get Dylan and Cameron.
2: Well, I'll admit, for a soft opening, they're pretty filled.
1: I think it was smart they're only allowing limited seating. Could you imagine this place full and only Cameron and Dylan in the
2: kitchen? I'm sure they're hating themselves now with this menu.
1: Seriously, it's huge. Not only do they serve wings, they have a full-course dinner menu. Look at these meal names. Touch of a Man Cheeseburger. When I learned Lady Gaga was a God House Salad. Oh, this one sounds good. The Harvey Milkshake. Hey guys, you made it. Thank you so much.
2: You two look exhausted. What happened?
4: Well, the idea is solid, but we only had one person apply for a server position, and we only have one cook in the kitchen.
2: So what are you two going to do for now? You guys work in the TV department. Your plates are already full.
4: Thankfully, we don't open until
5: the evening right now because of our soft opening, so
4: I think we'll be able to pull this off. I'm just worried about how the public's going to embrace us. Dylan convinced me to stay with the assless chaps. (laughs)
1: I noticed that on the way in. So you kept the assless chaps and this place is still family friendly? Oh my goodness!
5: Someone just farted a turn into my soup! Why in the world did I bring my
0: Mormon family to this eating establishment? Cameron and Dylan run over to the table. The entire restaurant falls silent. I am so sorry, sir. Cameron and Dylan turn to Danny. How did this happen? I thought you started our liquid diet. <laughs>
6: Well, I was trying to entertain this table with my ventriloquist farts. I was planning on starting your diet tomorrow. I- I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to. I want a refund,
4: and I want it now. And you better hope I don't sue. Right away, sir. We'll, we'll make sure to make this right. Dylan and Cameron walk away from the table. I told you the assless chaps were a Bad idea? Bad idea? You know what's a bad idea?
5: The fact that we hired a nut who thinks ventriloquist farts are an entertaining gag for our Mormon
4: family! Look, let's just refund this money, give them a little extra, and we change the attire.
0: Just then, the city health inspector walks into the restaurant to a scene of chaos. Guests look uncomfortable, and the kitchen is a war zone.
7: What in the H-E double cocky sticks is going on in here? <laughs> I knew my first day on the job as a city health inspector was going to be crazy, but this is nothing short of chaos!
4: Mrs. Halverson? Dylan and Cameron, run over to Mrs. Halverson. What are you doing here? And why are you dressed like a glorified hall monitor? (laughs)
7: City Health Inspector, and I heard you two are opening your restaurant today. Soft
5: opening, and nothing is wrong here Mrs. H, just some opening day jitters. Why don't you try our Harvey milkshake and come back later? It'll energize you politically, and it comes with a complimentary take-home mug.
7: Son, that is the hollowed out dildo. <laughs> Damn it, Dylan. I
5: told you we can't use those. But it's funny. And you can use it again at home.
7: And you call yourselves a family-friendly restaurant. I am shutting this place down.
5: No, wait. There has to be something we can do to convince you otherwise. Mrs. Halverson looks around the restaurant.
7: I want to see the kitchen.
4: Why don't we give you the full tour first? The kitchen comes last. We're very proud of our bathrooms. We decided to be the most water conservative in the city, saving 150 gallons a day on wasteful flushing. In addition... We also went with some bold design choices in paint and material, so the bathrooms feel cozy and inviting.
0: Dylan, Cameron, and Mrs. Halverson walk into the bathroom to look around. Hmm.
7: These bathrooms do look really nice. And I like the sink vanity, nice and sturdy. The stalls are very nice. Oh, my lanta. Is that a glory hole in a family establishment? (laughs)
4: Holy biscuits, Dylan. We agreed we weren't going to include those.
7: It was too
5: much. No one plans to use the restrooms anyways.
7: How could you even think that? I am not liking what I am seeing here.
4: How about we go and interview a few patrons? We've been slammed all day, which is really a good sign.
0: The three walk over to a random table.
4: Thank you so much for choosing to eat at Rooster's today. Do you have any feedback for us?
1: Well, I was pretty grossed out by the turd in the soup. I would have thought you'd have these boys on a liquid diet to avoid that. (laughs) But I think my real complaint is that my steak was very undercooked. I mean, damn it! I can still see where the farmhand branded his cow. Well, now
7: I have to see the kitchen.
0: The kitchen is a ghastly sight. Food and liquids everywhere. A grown man sits in the corner, by the stove, crying. What in the hell happened here?
4: Chef Emil, I I didn't know you were back here. I hired him while
5: you were out on that grinder hookup. Remember? The one you had during lunch the other day? Oh,
4: yeah, I remember him.
5: Anyways, Chef Emile was fired from WRLT Radio, and he needed a job. Oh, poor Chef.
0: You boys tricked me. I thought I was going to start a new chapter, a new life, and all I got was an understaffed kitchen and return soup with the turd in it. In my defense,
4: I thought our waiter started his liquid
0: diet.
7: This place is being shut down. It's over, boys. You farted out your last turd.
0: It was our only turd. (laughs) Mrs. Halverson turns to the dining room to make an announcement.
7: I'm sorry, everyone, but I'm closing this place down. Turds in the soup, glory holes in the bathroom. It's amazing no one's been diagnosed with cholera.
0: (laughs) Defeated, Cameron and Dylan walk over to where Alison and Bradley were sitting. The patrons slowly shuffle out, grumbling as they pass by.
4: This place sucks. I didn't get any poop in my soup. (laughs)
2: Well, that was quite a shit show. Well done, you two. I got my money's worth.
5: We're failures. We didn't even get past a soft opening.
4: I blame you, Dylan. Me?
5: You weren't even here half the time. Always going out on grinder hookups or texting someone. I need you to ground me while I dream beautiful visions of the future.
4: Alright, then we both failed.
2: It sounds like you two need a drink. Let's get a round before we head out.
4: I I wouldn't recommend it. That kitchen was
1: disgusting. Well then, how about we go to Hit Me Again?
2: Can I join you all? I need to get out
1: of here. Mm, Sure, Chef Emile.
5: Another round of shots!
2: (laughs) Dylan? That is going to be your fifth shot since we got here.
5: So what? You wouldn't understand. My dreams were crushed.
2: I'm a woman. My dreams are always crushed.
1: So, what are you guys gonna do with the restaurant?
4: For a minute, I thought about turning it into a bar or a club since we already have the glory holes, but I didn't want to compete with Hit Me Again since I love coming here. We're just gonna cut our losses and sell the place, make the money back to
1: pay off our investors.
2: That's probably the right thing to do. Honestly, I saw that place get in a lawsuit sooner or later.
1: Same shit's sake, Dylan. Glory holes? I think
5: we should've just made it into a club instead. I just wanted to meet cute guys. That's why I did all of this.
2: And now the truth comes out.
1: Why don't you just do what the rest of us miserable people do? Either drink or hate yourself while using online dating apps.
2: Dating apps. Everyone is judgmental or picky or even fake. Yeah,
1: it's pretty bad. That's why I'm trying to meet more people in person and go on traditional dates. But it's so hard to delete Grindr. I'm the same way
2: with Tinder and Bumble.
1: Chef Emil, what are you going to do now that you're out of a job?
0: If I don't end up getting my job back at WRLT Radio, I think I might go back to my homeland and start a restaurant there. A good mom and pop kind of a place where ingredients are fresh, the waiters know your name, my heart sinks every night at the sight of happy patrons enjoying their lives.
2: And where do you call home?
0: Napa Valley, California.
5: Huh? I thought you were going to say, like, Italy or something.
0: Le Nerve. Just because I have un petit accent and know how to use a wine
1: decanter? Well, guys, you tried. It was full of obvious missteps and situations you could have easily avoided, but at the very least, you tried. And that says something.
4: Thanks, Bradley.
2: Hey, what happened to Danny?
4: Oh, he wanted to stay back at the restaurant and work on his ventriloquist stunt. I told him he could stay so long as he cleaned up after himself. (laughs)
0: our regular cast Max Ice as Bradley Jeff Frightener as Cameron Cassandra Dodge as Allison, Chase Grant as Dylan Shannon Hull as Mrs. Helpson, and me Ian Shaw as your narrator guest starring today are Dan Felton as Danny Dave Rosen as Lenny Chef Meal as himself additional character voices were provided by Jeff Frightener voicing Kyle and Rooster's patron Chase Grant voicing the Mormon father Shannon Hall playing Samantha Max Ice voicing Mr. Air and Wilfred a Rooster's patron our theme song was written and recorded by Lana White and produced by Dave Anderson call corner music by Michelle Morgan. Forza Crowd was created by R.L. Terry and is produced by Danielle Mescal. Today's episode was written and directed by Zachary Raw
3: and edited by The Bird.
0: Interact with us on social media
2: at Pod.